But when I start looking at the struggles that we went through, you know, struggles in our marriage, struggles in our, in our business, and struggles in our health, you, know, you have to start looking at every single struggle was a gift. Welcome to the Gap Money and Purpose Podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez, and I have here my beautiful queen. That's right, Vivian Velasquez. And we are almost at 2021. Can you believe that? I don't know where this year went. It was like a blink of an eye. Well, this, this, this year has not been a blink of an eye for me. It's oh, been, it's like been you a blink. Uh, no, like you're blinking. This, like, this no. year has been like we're stretching <laughs> this year. It's been like a decade. But if you're following us through Facebook, just make sure you comment. Let us know where you're watching us from. If you're watching this video through YouTube, make sure you subscribe. You uh, continue to follow us in our iTunes and Spotify, everywhere that the podcast goes live. So today, we're going to look at uh, how to prepare for 2021. We're going to talk about some strategies that we're doing ourselves. And at the same time, it could probably help you get better on 2021. So but first of all, let's let's talk about the last decade. I think that as we continue in this journey of, of ending 2021, we also have to look at we're entering not just a new year, we're entering a new decade. It's like a, we have we have to be present to that. That we're not just going into uh, out of the uh, one of the worst years that we've seen in our lives of 2020 to a new decade. So, yeah. how do you feel about that? Oh wow! I think um, you know I I often want to go ahead and like plan what's coming next, right? And I think one of the things that COVID has taught me is to actually appreciate what's happening in front of me and as we were talking about it, it's like this glimpse of everything that we've done in this past 10 years and um you know not only stuff that we've done that's you know with our business but i think it has a lot to do with the stuff like how we've grown how we've grown in our marriage how we've grown with our kids like we just finished actually yesterday was my son's 15th birthday and we got to celebrate that. And just thinking back like 10 years ago where he was five years old, for him to be five years old and today to be able to celebrate 15 years of his life, you know, and we have a little girl too and she's very close. So she's 13. And just just to have that, you know, that alone is such a huge accomplishment. And, and then again, like I close my eyes and I think like where did this 10 years go? Our baby is no longer a baby. 15 years old, like, oh, it's gone. I think people underestimate what we could do in, in a decade. You know, I look back and 10 years ago, uh, it was 2010. We're right in the middle of the recession. We were trying to get our shit together financially after losing, you know, a, a lot of money. Yeah. And I think that uh, I, I was right in the uh, middle of my tunnel. You know, I, I was getting into personal development, uh, but I was drinking every single night. I was sedating the pain. I think 2010 probably was when I started really seeing that I needed to get some help. Uh -huh. I needed to actually raise my hand and said, "Hey, I need you know I can't do this on my own." And I think that this past decade for me has been um, a transformation, and and 2020 has been an awakening. So of the past 10 years, we've been really working on ourselves. So the last 10 years, we've been really working in, in every angle, and and God has has shaped us, has molded us. And it just reminds me of a conversation that I had this morning with one of the Inner Circle members in our mastermind, and, and he lost his mother to COVID last week. Mm -hmm. 
and this week he lost his brother, brother to COVID. And he was, he was getting emotional in the mastermind. He says, you know, I don't know why, but sometimes I feel like asking God, why are you doing this? You know, why, why are you, you know, I don't have the strength to deal with this. One of the things that we said, we gave him feedback is at the moment of weakness is when you actually see God working in your life. At the weakest moment is when God is actually saying, okay, I got it. Like you can't do this. You're not, you're not, a, you're not made for this, except that through me, you know, be able to accomplish my purpose. Yeah. I think this past 10, 10 years for us has been a humbling experience because I remember 2007, it was kind of like, for me, it was at the peak of my real estate. You know, every, everything was good. In 2007, you know, everything was working according to plan. And then 2008 came, the recession came. And then for two years, we we're trying to figure shit out and, and making things happen. And 2010 was a pivoting point for me to, to see what was I going to accomplish in the next 10 years. Yeah, for me, I think it's been more like um, this last 10 years. And I always say, like, I wish that I could go back and have the sense of awareness that I have today because I maybe, like, I would have enjoyed things a little bit more. Maybe it would have been, I don't know, it's, it would have been different. But for me, it's been a sense of discovery, of learning hmm. really who I am and what I am here to do in this world, whether it was, you know, being a mother, um, learning to be an entrepreneur and learning to be a wife, like all these things, right? Like this sense of discovery. But I think like 10 years, almost like it goes by so fast when you, for, especially for me, like I speak for myself, like 10 years have gone by so fast because I almost feel like I didn't, I was not aware of, of every single year that, you know, something that I was growing or something that I was expecting or something that I needed to, to, to learn. It's it just kind of, kind of just kept passing and passing and passing and now I could only say like after all these years of like learning to discover and learning to be like in this true like being present being to like okay what is it that I want what it what what is next what's coming next and then also learning to appreciate what's in front of me and I think that's one one of the biggest things that I've learned throughout this like past decade it's like what is in front of me what is the gift of whatever's happening, whether it's good or bad, and then how how is this going to help me to go forward? And and when you say that finding the gift in in the past, finding the gift on on the struggles is where we actually find the wisdom. Is when we actually look back because I, this morning I did a meditation and I'm looking back in the last ten years. I'm like shit. Wh like ten years have passed. I'm not even the same man I was ten years ago. But when I start looking at the struggles that we went through, you know, the struggles in our marriage, struggles in our, in our business, the struggles in our health. You, know, you have to start looking at every single struggle Struggle was a gift. Every single time it was shaping us. us. Yeah, it it, did. You know, every time it was molding us. So then, you yeah. know, I remember 2010 um, when we were going through the recession and we were you know, working with the, with the banks and working with all, like we were losing a lot of properties. Yes. And I was going to the court every single Monday for like two, three years, like fighting, you know, with the, with the judges, fighting with the banks, yes, you know, and that, that create, you know, that we, we, we look back now and people ask me, Raul, you know, how can you have the, the, the mindset to do what you do, you know, in, in the mornings or with your clients, how could you guide these guys? And I you know, go back like, shit, I was prepping. I was going through the tunnel myself. Like I, I don't teach anything that I haven't gone through myself. So I know the pressure of having a business of being millions of dollars in, in debt. I know the pressure of what is it, what it's like to, to have to, you know, wear different hats. So I think that pressure is what makes us in, in, in the struggle. 
And a lot of people, when they think, well, I want to I wanna do this, I want to go to the next level, I want to you know, have a business. And if you're not ready to get punched in the face, if you're not ready to go through the struggle, if you're not going through, through advers- adversity, you're not going to be able to find the gift. And I think looking back 2010, now that I'm remembering, it was probably one of the worst times for me when I was in the middle of, of my tunnel. Yeah. But, and, and then also, like, I have to say, like, something that I constantly learn from you is the, how persistent you've been for this last 10 years. Because even though we went through this struggle and adversities and all these changes, I could always remember you just looking and doing like whatever's next. And you've done many, many things. And sometimes like, you know, that was one of the biggest struggles is because you wouldn't stop trying. Like there was no holding you down. And I think that's one of the things that when I appreciate the most about you and and maybe even like this last 10 years, it's like, you never stopped. Like you never stopped doing what you had to do, whatever it was. And I remember even like when you started this next level company, I remember like you coming back from India after like you going through your tunnel and still looking for yourself and coming back and doing this ritual and telling me what this next level thing is. And, you know, like this is this this is what I need to do. Like this is my calling. And I remember like just thinking like, is this another thing? It's just Mm. another another idea, another gimmick or whatever you want to call it. But just seeing you show up like every single day every single time every single year like just doing what you need to do no matter what because you know sometimes like I give up in certain things and you are such a a loving reminder that you you don't give up even even when the situations are not good they're not on your side and I, and I think that's something like in 10 years like I applaud you for that because I would have given up. I would have not continued. And I look back, it's like there was no other choice. Like you can't. Like for me, there is no choice but to continue. Like when you have that, um, you know, selling. I was telling um, my clients this, this morning in, in the mastermind because one of those guys are going. He's going through a lot of shit. Yeah, he's going through a lot of situations in his business, in his marriage, in his health. But he said, Raul, through you know, through this program, I've learned to find the gift. I've learned to find, you know, the, the struggle. And I said, like, the way I look at my life is, like, I'm in the ring. I'm in the fight, right? Yeah. But sometimes we get comfortable, you know. Sometimes we get used to, because we get punched in the face constantly as entrepreneurs, and we sometimes get used to the pain. I have some guys in my, in, in my program that every single time they have a struggle, and I ask them, like, why is it that you have a struggle every time? Yeah. You know, you have to look, maybe that you're looking for the struggle. You're looking for the, the challenge. And I said, not until you had enough are you actually going to go to the next level? Because sometimes we're stuck in it. So what I see in the last 10 years for me, has been like I was, kept, at the beginning, I was punching the face. I was punching the face. I was constantly, until like something clicked. It's like when you watch the movies and the boxer, right, is getting, you know, his, the shit kicked out of him in the ring, right? And you think like he's going to give up and he gets knocked out, but something clicks. Like, you know, it's always like the, in the movie when he goes into like, you know, memory of his kids, of his wife, you know, something, yes, he comes yes, back and, and then he always like, comes rawr. back. And then, like, then he looks at, at, at where he's at, and then he gets up. And then the opponent looks at him, and that's the moment where the opponent looks at him and said, okay, shit, I can't break this man. I can't beat this man. So at that moment, the opponent loses. And that, I, look, I look at my life that way. At the moment I get punched in the face, I get punched in the face, I spit blood. I look up, and I look at my opponent, and I say, is that all you fucking got? Is that all you fucking got? Because you're not going to break me. I'm not going down. I'm yeah. going to continue to fight until I die. And where, where do you get, like, how, 
I mean, I get that, but not a lot of men, especially nowadays, you know, like they don't have that desire, that will to like look at the opponent, look at the trouble, look, look at your wife, look at your business, look at your. But kids, that's what I say all the time. Like, don't, like they people look at what I, what we've done, and people look at some of the stuff that I've done, and they think, okay, now it works, but they don't know the ten years right. of consistency, ten years of working on myself, ten years of of really shaping and condition. I tell yeah. the guys all the time, the man that you're meeting right now. I've created this man. I've created this this consistency. I've created the the conditioning. So you know, I'm I'm excited to see where this is gonna go because I'm not done yet. You know, this morning meditation is like you know, ten years from now, what's the next decade going to bring? As we continue, I know it's gonna be struggles. I mean, yeah. shit, we have struggles right now with our kids, and you know, yeah, fighting all the time with as teenagers. I, and I think it's yeah, there will be struggles, but the the amazing thing is like once you get the gift, and that's that's the coolest thing about this. It's like okay, in this ten years. If you get the gift, if you actually get it, you understand it and you take it in, then the next 10 years, the next five years, the next one year for you, if you're internal, don't, let's not go too far. For me, it's like 10 years is too much. But if we go like in a year or five years with that gift, how everything else could change. With that awareness, how life could change. And I think that's a beautiful thing because that's where massive change happens. You know, like for me, I have to tell you, like the gift of me getting sick this past couple, it's, I mean, it's going to be like a year, right? Like that gift in itself, it just gives me such a different perspective of what I want my health to look like in the next five years. Yeah. And I think, you know, setting the foundation of what you want the next five, 10 years to look like, it's really, really important. So well, let, let me let me share with the audience like three things that I, I I do myself in order for me to prepare myself not just for another year but I think it's important for us to do this as as we go to a decade. Yeah. Number one is take some time to look back in the last decade and start looking at the gifts on the journey. Yeah. Like take some time and truly look at the last decade and ask yourself like where have I seen God work in my life? Not necessarily. Like you saying, oh, I've done this, I've done that. I mean, it's easy for us to kind of look at our success and see, okay, I've, done, I've been successful, I've done this. Yeah. I don't know where in your life in the last 10 years, in the last decade, have you seen God work in your life? And then and if you start really looking at the times when you wanted to give up, when you couldn't do it, or you didn't want to make things happen, and God was the whisper and, and, the, and the hope and the, and the gift of saying, keep on going, right? So if you could remember those, those times in your life, you could actually see that God is guiding you. The universe is giving you exactly what you need. Yeah. And the second thing is start looking at, like, don't be afraid to lose everything. When I look at look at the next 10 years, like if I lose everything right now, financially, economically, like as long as I have three things, my health, my family, and my vision. If I have my health, I could recreate it again. Yeah. If I have my family, they give me the strength to continue to move forward. And I have a vision, I know I'm gonna be, be able to make it a reality. And sometimes we think, okay, you know, I have clients that say, Raul, I'm afraid of what's going to happen with the next president. I'm not afraid of what's going to happen with the economy. You know, we're so conditioned to feel like this is all we have instead of opening up and say, you know what, I'm going to get more. You know, what's, what's the next step for me? And the third, start looking at what are you, who are you going to become in the next 10 years? And then start asking yourself, what do I need to do now to prepare myself for the next 10 years? And don't yeah, think about like, 
you know, the, the moment that we start focusing on just short term, I'm looking at the long term game. Like I, mm-hmm. I look at the last, you know, 10 years of my life. I'm like, shit, there was some ups, there was some downs, there was some good times, there was some bad times. Yeah. But at the end, I'm, I'm, I'm the man who I am right now because okay. of everything that has gone through. You and I have gone through a lot of shit together and we are now stronger than ever. Why? Because we've put in the work and we continue to put in the work. So now how, how do we revert that to the next 10 years? Number one is don't get comfortable. Don't think that this relationship is gonna stay the same unless we put in the work. Same thing, I tell my, my, my team all the time, we are always replaceable. If we're not bringing value, somebody could replace us. I'm not agnostic to the fact that, you know, if another guy comes over, brings you more value like this, of course, you should go with another guy. Like, I, that's, that's how I see my life. Like, if I'm not bringing enough value in, to the relationship, you should find somebody that brings you more value than me. And that's why you show up in, in everything that you do, you, right? I mean, and that's why I see. I, I, I don't, I'm not. Up. I'm not looking at my clients. I'm not looking at my family. I'm not looking at my life as saying, "Oh, I deserve this. Or, I'm entitled to this." Yeah. I'm looking like I. I have this because I worked my ass off to get it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm going to continue to put in the work to yeah. expand it. Yeah. I'm not expecting the same things that happened that happened ten years ago to happen. But I'm ready for the fight. I know shit is not going to break me. I'm ready for the storm that comes in. Most important, I'm also ready for the blessings. Yeah. And I think what, that's one of uh, a major thing. It's also like having gratitude and whatever is happening for you. I mean, that's for me, especially like I, I, I always have to find like this place that I really sit in the silence of find and make this place to really find gratitude in whatever is happening in front of me. Because if we're not grateful for mm. what we have at the moment, you know, how is God going to bless me with more if I can't be thankful and grateful for what I have in front of me? And that's one of the big things for me. Like, I could be so grateful for the little things, and I know that genuinely that's how I feel, and God continues to bless me with so much abundance because of that. Like, I am I'm no one to deserve that. And at the same time, it's like he gives me so much more. So I, I talked to my clients this week, um, you know, because we did a training about preparing ourselves for 2021, and I said you have to have a process so we can win every single day, even at your worst day. Okay. And if, if you're listening to this podcast, check out my other podcast, Daily Edge Podcast, and I have little small clips, two three minute clips that I send every single morning. And my Daily Edge Podcast, what I did is I sent them. You have to have a process to um, to win every single day, and I said you also have to have a a process to be grateful, a process to give you a, pers- yes. a perspective. The moment that shit hits the fan and you have a shitty day, mm-hmm. who could you connect with? What could you focus on in order for you to see that you're blessed? And for me, where I used to go, and I would still go now, is my dad. If I, if I had a shitty day, I would call up my dad, and he didn't have to say anything. All he had to do was say hello, because my dad was in a wheelchair. My dad was had muscular dystrophy. So yes. all he had to do was pick up for me to have, see that, that, that uh, perspective, that my worst day cannot compare to his best day. And also your dad was such an amazing, like his energy, you already felt it. Like there was, I mean, he lifted anybody up. But, but I call it stop being the little bitch process. I know, I know, don't say that too loud. <laughs> because that, that reminds me, like I'm being a little bitch if I'm, complaining about my, if I'm complaining about my situation when my dad is in the wheelchair. So if you're going through right now something in your life and you have somebody else outside that you connect with, that you could see that you, you know, they have worse problems than you, but they're able to find joy and happiness in the world, and stop being a little bitch stop and level it. the fuck up. Stop <laughs> it. Just start being a little girl. Start being a brat baby. And then I would also say to add to that is like when we take our eyes off of ourselves and we 
contribute to something someone else that needs it like and that's you know like that's what i love about what we taught our kids all these years and it's a constant reminder of like how they you know it, one of my friends said vivian your kids are so amazing they're so giving they're so kind they're so polite they're so responsible they're so loving and then she goes but you know what girl they are a reflection of who you are at home they're a reflection of you and raul and i was like oh my gosh thank you i take that because i take pride in that like everything that i am at home is all the time like i'm the same way at home anywhere with with anybody and i was so proud to, to actually feel that and like the, the fact that we show our kids that we when we are so blessed that we could give to others whether it's you know it doesn't have to be something tangible but it could be a word it could be a smile it could be a present whatever it is and our son and our daughter they're just like that you know but at the same time um you know this past couple of weeks we had some situations with our kids and they they are in that stage of teenage kids yeah that's normal. so you know for for me you know i don't want to put my kids also in a pedestal where they can't make mistakes because i catch myself like my son is so wise my daughter is so loving by the moment that they are they kind of they show the other side of like a normal teenager then it triggers the fuck out of me because i'm expecting yeah. you know more so i'm, le I'm learning i'm learning to let go of the uh, attachment how i want my kids to be yes and know that they're only gonna do what they see mommy and daddy do That's so right. my job is just to go there and, and show, show up, up and they could take the gifts or not because they're gonna go through their own journey they're gonna go through their own struggle it's funny it's funny you say that because even like in this past 10 years when i see alejandro and like we get to celebrate his 15 years every time like i write and not even for him and i write like a little wish for him right and then i was thinking about it, i'm like in the past i've always wished for him to always just find happiness and for him to be happy but then as i'm sitting here with the sense of awareness 10 years later that's so limited because in happiness like i just don't want him to be happy and i thought about that i'm like oh god please take that away like no 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 don't just give him that like give him give him like the sense of like responsibility and give him the sense of of knowing his purpose and knowing all these things and not just being something good like happiness i i don't want just that for him or my daughter i want them to figure out life and to experience life as it comes and then for them to have this courage and the love <clears throat> i have to say it the courage and the love to be able to experience life as it comes yeah. and, right because we can't we can't and this is exactly the, the conversation we had this past weekend we went skiing and they went into the mountain like my little girl went with me to the top of the mountain she's so brave and then she was coming down she was that i can't i can't i can't i was like well the only way to come down the mountain is, is skiing or rolling or rolling <laughs> but you have to come down she goes no please call the paramedics tell them i'm hurt i said well just trust yourself yeah. you you know you will come down and every single time she tried she was afraid she tries it took us about 45 minutes to come down the mountain but yeah. at the end of the day she came she down, down. Yeah. and at the end i said i'm so proud of you she looked at me and said, like i'm never gonna do this again dad i've never said there's always gonna be a mountain in your life yeah. i said just make sure you're around people that don't let you quit oh, just make sure you're around that. people that don't let you don't let you play small and don't let you call paramedics yeah. and just you know yeah. take you out and rob you from the experience that you that's can right. make it happen. That's right. You're such a good daddy. That's why I love you. Well, there's no other way. I was I can't call it paramedic. There was a me <laughs> carrying her in my back or going down. I was already getting triggered. I was already getting pissed too. Oh, no, so you're so I, good at she, that. They teach me patience. My yes. kids teach me patience. Yes, 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 yes. So to wrap it up, just make sure 
you you are present that you're entering a new decade. You know, the three things that, that, that we do is just look back in the last decade and see what God worked in your life. Look back and see if you, don't be afraid if you lose everything. You know, if you have your family, if you have your health, if you have a vision, you can make things happen. And third, just know that the best is yet to come that the next decade is going to be even better than the last. Yes, and be grateful for what you have in front of you. Allow that feeling of gratefulness to just be so tangible, even though you can actually touch it, but you could actually feel it and then bring it in with that sense of gratefulness, and you could go to the next five years, the next 10 years. Like whatever God has planned for you, it's coming. Just allow your heart to be happy with what's in front of you right now. Beautiful. Follow us. Make sure that you subscribe, you comment, yes. you share this video, and we'll see you in the next episode. Learn it, live it, experience it. Love, Love life. life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.